You're listening to Music from a Lifetime, a production of Metal Cavern Podcasting. Hi there and welcome to Music from a Lifetime, a podcast where I offer you new thoughts on old albums and an old person's thoughts on new albums. No one, not even Kai Hansen himself, would have been sure just how successful his new venture Gamma Ray would have been after his exit from Halloween at the very peak of their career. And yet, his new band's debut album, Heading for Tomorrow, was a success, proving that he wasn't just a one-trick pony. Looking to strike while the iron was hot, Gamma Ray followed up this album with their sophomore effort just a year later, titled Sigh No More. And on today's episode of Music From A Lifetime, 30 years to the day from its release, you get to hear all about it and how it became the next step along the path to greatness. For Gamma Ray, the band. Really wanna be 
It would be impossible to convey just how blown away I was when I discovered Halloween back in 1987, and how brilliant I believe those first four albums are. It is also hard to express how much I came to love Kai Hansen as an artist because of it, and then how difficult it was to take when he left that band in 1989. Fear not though, as he went on to form his own new group called Gamma Ray, and the band released their debut album the following year, the quite brilliant Heading for Tomorrow, an album that mixed together everything that had made Halloween as brilliant as they'd been with a new set of members. Lead vocalist Ralph Sheepers had provided the voice, and an inspired friendship that proved to be. Uwe Vessel on bass and Matthias Burkhart on drums had completed the recording band, while for the tour that followed, Dirk Schlachter came on board as the second guitarist. After a successful first tour, the band came together to write and record the follow-up, soon to be known as Sigh No More. Burkhardt had moved on at this point, and in his place came a young drummer by the name of Uli Kusch, a quite brilliant instrumentalist who eventually went on to a storied career in Kai's former band Halloween, as well as Masterplan. Also for Sino More, Dirk joined the band as a permanent member, slotting in as the second guitarist. As excellent as the first album had been, it had been almost a solo effort as Kai had written all but one of the songs by himself. Here on Sino More, however, the writing was shared by all members of the band apart from Uli, which given the songs he went on to write for Halloween and Masterplan, it's quite amazing that he didn't get a chance to offer some material here. Not that the final product needed any more brilliant material than it eventually held. Kai wrote the music for eight of the ten tracks, four of those in collaboration with Uwe Vessel, with Uwe going solo on the track Start Running and Dirk doing likewise on Father and Son. The lyrics were shared by all four on different tracks, with Ralph contributing on four tracks with Kai. The result is that this did become a real band effort rather than just one individual contributing all the material, and in many ways, you can hear that closeness and collaborative factor in the songs that make up this terrific album. Do you think we reach a name that is 
Gamma Ray's first album, Heading for Tomorrow, what was most noticeable was the positiveness of the songs and lyrics, and the way that Kai's happy guitar that punctuated Halloween songs was prevalent again. Songs such as Lust for Life, Heaven Can Wait, Free Time, and Heading for Tomorrow all showed a positive outlook on life and sounded upbeat due to the lyrics and the music. 
There has been a noticeable progression in both musical style and lyrical outlook here on Sigh No More. Not to the point of morbidity, but the subject matter is much more serious and worldly than that of the debut album. It is something that Kai purposely pushed the writing towards. He felt that the first album had had too many elements similar to Halloween. And with the coming tsunami of grunge, he felt that the next Gamma Ray album had to be more grown up. Top of the list for subject matter is War, something that had taken up the news cycle again in 1991 with the onset of the Gulf War. None of the songs here correlate directly to that or any other conflict, but the war images are there. And while the songs are great, the message is somewhat bleak. The songs, As Time Goes By, We Won't Stop the War and Start Running in particular, discuss those issues. It is interesting that all of those three songs have four different people involved in writing the lyrics. So it was obvious that the subject was close to the heart of all the band rather than just one member. Dirk's father and son is a heartfelt tome to his relationship with his own father over his own dreams to make it in the music business. And with the lines, You wanted the best for me, somehow things went wrong, and I tore us apart, best describing that it didn't end well. And Rich and Famous is the closest any songs on this album come to replicating those on the first album, with a tongue-in-cheek discussion about the way some choose fame and fortune over love and happiness. Then there are the songs which are deep and reflective, lyrically rather than musically, and looking at the world in a different way. The opening track, Changes, is about the challenges of mental health from the writer's perspective, with the lines, hard to enjoy the good times, decay is what I feel, God it's making me porous, vanish in haze, I wonder, wonder if I'm real. Giving a good indication of a way the song describes the mental state. One with the world tries to turn around those feelings and project a positive outlook on working through problems and coming up with a positive frame of mind at the end. Countdown is Kai's song about the pressure of trying to get the album finished. And what may not be surprising is that it wouldn't be his last song about running late for record companies. The final two songs of the album are more uplifting, with Dream Hill all about getting the best out of your dreams, and The Spirit, another positive spin lyrically on hoping for the best for the world going forward. Everything here is top shelf. Ralph's vocals are perfect throughout, with the right amount of emotion and power in the singing, depending on the mood. I don't think his vocals ever sounded better than they do on this album. Uli Kush's drumming is brilliant, and though he left to join Halloween after this album, and was terrific in his time there, it was a shame that he left the band. Uli Vessel on bass again does a great job, but it was also his time to move on after this album, apparently from a disagreement that he and Uli both had with the other members of the band. Dirk is great on guitar, despite it being only his second instrumental love, while Kai again tops the charts both in songwriting and on lead guitar, leading the way in every way possible.
inside your mind at night Who makes your wildest dreams arise? Who makes you see what you can't see While you're awake but in your dreams Out of the world Reflecting your identity
I'm not going to lie to you. Whenever I review a Gamma Ray album over the next few months or years for this podcast, you are going to hear me rave about it. Because out of their whole catalogue, there is only one album I think might be a little bit dodgy. And it isn't this one. I didn't even know this album had been released until I was walking through a random shopping centre, came to a record store that I always checked out when I went there, and this CD was sitting at the very front of the G section. Amazing. And outstanding. I took it home in excitement and played it and was hooked from the very start. I love every song on this album, from the opening of Changes and Rich and Famous, through One with the World, and to the conclusion of Dream Healer and the Spirit. When I got this album, I was working in my own small business I owned with my soon-to-be wife, And while manning the front counter, I had this album going on over and over. And at the same time, I was reading Stephen King's Four Past Midnight collection, and in particular the first novella, The Langoliers. And now, I can't listen to this album without thinking about that time, that shop, and that book. Somehow, the songs perfectly fit the story as it plays out, and for me, the two are now entwined forever. Whatever you might feel about German heavy metal, as far as I'm concerned, this album is absolutely killer. At a junction in the music-loving lives of all my best friends, it is this time that generally signalled our parting of musical tastes. Some moved in an alternative direction, some moved in a hardcore direction. I moved in a European power-slash-speed metal direction, and this band and this album was perhaps the greatest motivating factor of that. This is the style of music I love the best. The dueling harmony guitars, the double kick drums at speed, the blazing bass guitar, and the vocals that can hit the heights. And Kai Hansen and his band of warriors are at the top of that tree. Apart from Ronnie James Dio, no one has had a greater influence on my love of music than Kai Hansen, and the Godfather delivers here in spades. You may not feel the same way about this album or band, and that's fine. But for me, I could listen to nothing but Gamma Ray for the rest of my days and die a happy man. And this album is right up there with their greatest.
If you've gotten this far, thanks again for listening all the way through another of my album reviews. Rest assured, I am eternally grateful if you are interested enough to get this far in. Once again, if you've enjoyed this, I hope you'll check out the other episodes I've managed to build up over the past few months. And more importantly, I hope you'll check this album out yourself, either by finding it on your favourite streaming service or by getting out there and buying your own copy from your favourite record retailer in these tough economic times. I have no doubt your thoughts on my album reviews may be completely different to mine, but that's the fun part about reviewing albums, having other people listen to your thoughts, then form their own opinions by checking out the album itself. I do hope you make the effort to do so. And if you ever feel like sharing your thoughts with me, you can find me at the usual locations. And always remember, listening to music can improve a crap day or make a good day even better. 
you've probably worked out how much I love this album and this band. And if you haven't heard it before, I hope you'll have at least enjoyed my enjoyment of it. Until the next episode of Music From A Lifetime, enjoy your music listening. Music from a Lifetime is recorded in Metal Cavern Studios. You can find Music from a Lifetime podcast on Facebook and Instagram and the blog at westkiamametal.blogspot.com.